Hello there and welcome to Captivate Insider. This is episode 21. Hope you're keeping well and safe and that you are smashing through your podcast goals for 2022 so far. I'm your host, my name's Gary, I'm the head of design here at Captivate and each week I take you behind the scenes, see what we're working on, chat to one of our team members and uh, a little bit of a peek behind the curtain if you will as to what we're working on here at Captivate. There was no show last week, we were all at the podcast show 2022 in London and it was a really really cool event and some great stuff there, we met some great people, really worth it and yeah, it was just a great show overall. It feels like we are we are slowly catching up, or we have caught up, maybe, um, uh, to our US uh, friends who have been doing the whole podcast meetups and events for a few years now. So the theme of this episode, actually, is our review and our summary of that event. And I'm joined by our MD, Mark. So we're going to go through our impressions of how the event was run, some of the talks, and uh, just how we exhibited there and some of the cool people, and a few tips for when you are attending any uh, either podcast specific meetups or any kind of meetup as a creator etc so before we get cracking on with that make sure that you are following this podcast in your preferred podcast app of choice that way you won't miss an episode each and every week so without further ado having said that let's crack on with my chat with mark enjoy Welcome back to Captivate Insider it is our MD and all-round top bloke is Mr Mark Asquith how are you doing sir? All-round top bloke. Thanks, mate. That's very kind of you. Not many people describe me as that for two reasons. A lot of people don't think I'm a top bloke because they don't know me very well. Um, but if they did get to know me, they'd realise I was an all right fella. Uh, number two, not a lot of people say bloke, which is good. So I like this. I'm in. Thank you, sir. No, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm on holiday this week, <laughs> as you know. I'm dipping in to do this um, podcast show recap, which is weird, man. Like being off work is odd. It's odd. I don't know if you ever mm. get that, but it sort of takes a couple of days to get into it, doesn't it? I like I'm on day, I'm on day three today. And my body's just realised. Wait a minute, you are allowed. You can sleep. You don't have to rush. You know what I mean? Do you ever get that? I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I think it's a psychological thing more than a physical thing. It's like you're allowed to you're allowed to rest, right? <laughs> We're all allowed to have a bit of an R and R, you know, period and stuff. And but no, I get you. It's like one or two days in, you're like, oh, okay. Okay, now I can rest. Or what have you done for the last two days? Put some shelves up. Garden. <sighs> yeah, man. DIY. Just don't stop. Yep. DIY. Put some shelves up. And uh, what did I do yesterday? Sam gave me a day pass. Um, so for you captivators, captivators, Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor, captivators, we'll go with that one. Um, Sam and I had a little girl like three months ago. So she gave me a day pass yesterday. She said, do what you want. And uh, so I went out, went to a, what did I do? I went to a golf shop because I wanted to get some look at some golf stuff because that's one of my hobbies. And then went to a guitar shop, which I never do anymore. Like I rarely do anymore. And just spent nice. three hours just playing random bass guitars and just seeing what I fancied and what I liked. Didn't get anything, but just, you know, it's rare that <laughs> no. you do that because of COVID and getting old, you know? I read you. Yeah, I used to do that with any time that I was in London years ago. I used to stop by this uh, place called Foots uh, in uh, in London. Big drum shop. You spend mm. just a couple of hours. Like, how does this ride cymbal sound compared to that one? Let me have a mm. let me have a go. Two hours later, the shop owners. So you're going to buy this and think about it. You've only had one coffee, and we need this table back. Well, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I wanted to get to the base centre 
you know, last week we talked about it. I know we're going to talk about being in London. And uh, this is actually a really nice link segue. So you're welcome. We should be in broadcast. Um, I, was, I wanted to go to the base centre, but obviously it was hectic last week at the show, so I didn't get a chance. But I really wanted to just jump on the tube up to Camden and just get out get out to the base centre. So maybe that's a... Maybe that's the next thing to do. And then I just found out today that Marcus Miller is playing in Ronnie Scott's the weekend that I'm in London for work. All the tickets are sold out, like instantly. Oh. I was going to see if you wanted to go legitimately. I was going to message you and then I found out because that'd be brilliant. Oh, mate. Yeah. I saw one of the best gigs ever at Ronnie Scott's. Oh. Yeah. Any musos might know a drummer called Dave Weckle. Dave Weckle band. Nice. Plays with, uh, yeah, like, it's like a, yeah. Google Dave Weckle if you're into drumming and stuff. But yeah, one of the best gigs ever. I was like eight feet away. Oh, oh man. Anyway, that would have been great. Talking of London, as you said, <laughs> we were there last week. <laughs> Lovely little segue. We were in London last week for the podcast show 2022. And that's our theme of this episode. We're going to have a little chap, a little, a little recap, a little summary review. Get our thoughts on that. So it's the first one, dude. Right. So as a veteran on the on the uh, on the podcast convention and conference circuit, you've been doing this for years now with Captivate, obviously. How did it stack up to your experience with some of the other stuff that you've prob- probably done in the US more than anything else? Yeah, and I'm sure we'll go into into the depth of this um, in a little bit, a little bit, and, and sort of add a little bit more context and stuff around the history of events in the UK and and, and the US, and because I think it, that's right, sort of an important contextual conversation for anyone thinking about podcasting as an industry, but just my sort of high level review was, um, it was, it was shockingly good, which I know sounds really weird. And I mean that from so many different perspectives, the organization was great. And, and, and again, we'll add a little bit of context to this later because it's been a long road to this show. Um, the organization was great. The money that had been spent by everyone was great, whether it was us with Captivate or, 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 or the wider sort of global team in the Blue Room, from some of the other bigger brands that were there, some of the big players in the industry, um, through to the show themselves, through to people that never really spend or types of companies that never really spend on being at these places. They'd not just turned up, they really turned up. Again, we can add a bit of context to that later. So everything was really good. The speakers were good. Um, you, you get it a lot in the US where it's like, here's a celebrity speaker. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I've got no idea because I'm not American. Like, the only people that I know were, um, there have uh, been a couple of people. been like Sarah Koenig a little bit. There was a girl from 24. Aisha Hilton is, I think. Aisha, what's her name? And uh, Chris Jericho, Cork Cabana. And like my guy, Kevin Smith, like I knew those people, but what we used to find it was people that were, uh, oh, this guy won American Idol in 2006. Right. Good. So I don't, so the the whole shine of being in the UK was fascinating because, you know, there was, you, you were stood next to Gary Lineker, not as tall as you expected. You know, there was, um, I I met Louis Theroux, uh, there was Fern Cotton there, I've met Johnny Vaughan. So being in the UK, it was, it was a whole different kettle of fish. And again, there's a lot to sort of take out of this, but it was stunningly good for the first major show in the UK and after the delays that they'd had. And the fact it was podcasting, it was really, really, really well done. A couple of little creaks, but nothing major. Like we can get to those in a sec, but nothing major at all. And it was, it was just wonderfully done. Really, really good, man. Really good compared to 
anything that I've been to at all. Yeah, that's a good point. It was. It felt like a, a bit of a, mi- a milestone for the UK. It, it, it felt like this is a sort of a, a you know, a, a point in the sand from this point onwards. It just feels like year on year, this is going to be a cool thing. So this was the first, the first event for me as a as a Captivate team member. I'd been to conferences and, and various things over the years, more so, more so for design, you know, design conferences and things like that, a lot more smaller scale. Uh, I've done a few things for a previous uh, couple of companies, but um, it, it like we were saying before we recorded, it felt expected. It felt like one of those things where we kind of knew what was coming. They were very good at putting out the schedule and you know all the information beforehand, letting us know what was going on. But it was just the, it was just that little niggle beforehand. Like, is this going to be a, is this going to be a thing? Like you were saying, because for let's put some context around it. So. You mentioned in one of your talks that uh, Mark did a talk, by the way, did two, didn't you? Very good. You mentioned in one of them that you felt like the the UK was behind the US t- to some degree over the last few years, We're always like a couple of years behind those guys, and they they put on various shows of this scale year on year, which is what we were saying. So it did feel like we're kind of there now. It's like our US friends had sort of led the way for a few years. Now we're at that point. So I'm hoping that next year because the event has already been announced for next year that's all cool i'm hoping that we're going to see a couple of others as well so over the next couple of years there won't just be the podcast show london there'll be another one maybe in the north somewhere that'd be good um but it was very cool so yeah it was the first one for me as a captivate team member and i loved it dude we chatted to so many cool so many cool people we had uh, guys that are coming up that were captivate users that were like oh we love you guys we love your platform it's great that because they were they were talking to some other companies and that was just it. They were a company. When they came to Captivate, it was like, oh, you're Gary. I've spoken to you. Ah, oh, Pierre, I've spoken to you before. It was, you know, and Ben and Sarah. It was really, really cool from that perspective. So um, from a team perspective, um, some, and putting some context around, like we were saying, the, the build up to the UK event, was this the norm for you? Did it feel like this is just another podcast event as a, you know, as the, the, the one of the leaders of Captivate? Or was this like, holy, you know, this is way different than what we've been to before? It was very similar to what we've been to before, and and I think there's probably a, <clears throat> excuse me, there's probably a few layers to this one. So for me, there are three types of conference. There are in in the industry, um, there are indie podcast conferences that that are really great, and they're all about the creators. So in the UK, we'd had things like New Media Europe, Mike and Isabella Russell, who I saw at the show. Um, really good to catch up with them. You know, if you, go, you just Google the word audition, you know, Mike is is all <laughs> over. He's like. He's the man with this. And, and, and they, Mike and Isabella uh, run Music Radio Creative and they did New Media Europe. Um, and, and we did a show down there in 2016 at the Amber Marble Arch. Um, and that was very much for creators. And in the US, you know, you've got PodFest, which has become one of the biggest shows in the US, but it is very much for creators. And then back back into the UK, you've got the wonderful Pods Up North, which is run by Ant and Vic and, and Charles. Um, <clears throat> so you sort of, you've got these creator conferences, right? So that's sort of one type of conference the, the 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 other right at the other end of the spectrum you've got industry conferences so here i'm talking like nab sort of nmx back in the day before that that all went a little bit pete tong uh, that means wrong american listeners and <laughs> you've got things like the, the 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 most pertinent example i think here are things like rain summit so run by brad and the team at, at rain you've that's very much industry so i you know i'll go to those kieran and i'll go to those and we're very much talking with other enterprise level hosts we're talking to 
um, ad partners. We're talking to uh, VPs of publishing like Kathy from Macmillan and people like that who are industry level. What is the future of the industry? Then you've got the middle ground, right? You've got you've got the people that put conferences on that try to straddle both. And they didn't always try to straddle both, but it's just the way the industry is becoming that it wasn't an industry and now it is an industry. So I'm talking here primarily about podcast movement. So Jared and Dan, really, really close friends with them, known them since 2014 um, when podcast movement was, it was, a, it was, it was, it was an idea, you know? And that's become the only real linchpin in the US circuit. And it's, it's grown up that much that it feels like this podcast show did in London, that you've got brands, that you've got creators, but it didn't start like that. It was just a, you know, we're all into podcasting, sort of doesn't matter whether you're in the industry or what, you know, sort of doesn't matter. It's just, we all get together. And that's grown up so much that they've now got, and they've got podcast movement evolutions in LA, which is very much industry. They've got the podcast movement, which is ostensibly for the creators, but actually you get a lot of industry there. And it's, it's I would say it's sort of, 60, 40 creator and industry. So that's the landscape. And the UK has never had anything. It's had New Media Europe, which is brilliant, but it was a small two, 300 person conference. Same with pods up north. And then suddenly you've got this 3000 people per day, you know, trying to, trying to straddle the line of creator and industry, which I think is something that they'll learn from. I think the tracks can be better designed. Well, I think they need to have tracks for their content. You know, I think um, that was one of the things that they'll probably learn from is that it's not all content is created equally. You know, you've got to give people a way to design their days. So if I'm a creator, I go to these things. If I'm industry, I go to th these things because Louis Theroux and Gary Lineker and Johnny Vaughan talking about podcasting is not the same as the creator that wants to learn how to grow from 100 to 200 downloads per episode. So that, that I think is, is one of the challenges, but everyone's, I think every conference has that challenge. So for that to come onto the circuit and to come out of the blocks like this, you know, we were signed on for this in 2019 through for 2020 and didn't happen obviously with COVID, didn't happen in 21 because of COVID, very, very wise choice. You know, there was talk about them doing it. And I said, actually, I want my opinion when I spoke to the, the organizers was actually, I'm, I don't think it's wise because you only get one shot at this first chance. You know, I would, it's, it's tough, but I would, I would just stomach it and do 2022. And I think everyone gave them the same feedback. They came out of the blocks, really swung hard at it. A lot of money from the partners, big, big event. Um, a lot of fringe events on an evening. I think they missed out on not having a party. I think they could have done a party. I think that big one single big party is the thing that unites people at these events. So I think that was a that was the only major miss that I saw. But again, learning. Um, and to, to the point about you know what does this feel like for Captivate the team? What does it feel like? You know, is this the the norm? It sort of is. In the. Captivate's weird, like we've only done one show but with Captivate and it wasn't even properly Captivate. We did Podcast Movement 2019 and we were like, you know, Captivate is this new thing that is launching in two it, it hadn't launched the last time we went to Podcast Movement. Like we've got to think about that, it's insane. The last time we went to Podfest, we'd only been launched two months, March 2020. We've gone through three or four major versions, certainly two complete overhauls. A thousand different features, these major positional features. We've gone through an acquisition. We've gone from being a brand new host to being one of the biggest hosts out there right now by the numbers. And 
we've not been to a conference. So it was, it's, it's, all that is context to say that it was business as usual for Kieran and I, the people, but not for Captivate. Like we were used to seeing what was happening on the booth, but with podcast websites and with the early days of the idea of Captivate. But that was very much, we're a much smaller industry. If you and Kieran are building something, it will probably be decent. Sign us up for the alpha. We'll be in for that one. This was, I'm a Captivate user. Wow, I've heard about Captivate. This is great. I can't believe it. Like you've changed my, like we've had so many people come up to us and said, you have, you have kept us podcasting. The sequel pitch guys, I've had a few people come up and say, we would have stopped podcasting if not for Captivate. So that that is new. And obviously you, Ben, Sarah, Pierre that were there, you won't have seen that before. I think from the perspective of, of, of me in the industry and Kieran in the industry, like you you saw what I was like. I, I had I'd, I'd lost my voice by the end of day one. I wasn't talking till day two and I'd lost my voice because I was there was that many people there that I knew. And... You know, I, I told you, I went, for, I went to get you guys some water at 10 a.m. Didn't get back to the booth till nearly half two because it was that many people. So it was sort of this weird, yes, it's normal, but it's kind of new to captivate the brand and it's new for it to be on UK soil, if that makes any sense. So it, it was it was this weird mix of things because um, we were so used to it, but at the same time, it was there was a lot of freshness to it and probably a lot of that is... It's obviously due to the pandemic, you know. You know, it, I think everyone was struggling from a, a a lack of stamina. Like normally, I'd be able to do two days easily, and a and a party on the first night without my voice going. And I was day one, I was out, you know. <laughs> no, you make a good point with that. Yeah, it's um, I think due to the pandemic and everybody being uh, locked away for or for obvious reasons for a couple of years. We heard that a lot from from people that came to the booth, and just generally speaking to people, it was they were just chomping at the bit to get out and and uh, and do this stuff. And you know, it was great timing, I think, for everybody to, um, especially here in the UK, where it's been up and down with our COVID restrictions and stuff like that. We've been messed around a wee bit, you know, over the last couple of years with that stuff. I don't want to get too political, but I think it was just nice for people to to think actually, yeah, no masks needed. It just feels like the old days to a respect uh, to, from a certain point of view. So, yeah, we just cracked on and we heard that a lot. Um, so, yeah, and then another good point you made was this is the the first fully, um, uh, like, Captivate as a, uh, as a company uh, doing a full-on conference with pretty much the whole team there bar – um, you know, a couple of people uh, overseas. It was um, it was it was a great atmosphere as well at our booth. I'm not just blowing our own trumpet there. It was a, a really good. We all just loved it. You know, smiles on our faces the whole time. And I too lost my voice, mate. It was mm-hmm. after day one because I came, I think I came up and said that to you. I'm like, my voice is shot. I, I just can't. You know, you probably can't hear me. We're in uh, doing some networking um, the other side of London, handily, and um, yeah, my voice was just gone. <clears> so um. Yeah, that was cool. Um, what was your view on being there with our wider family then for as being part of Global? Because obviously you mentioned we've gone through an acquisition and so on. So that was interesting to have those guys as well. That They had a huge presence there. Um, I think they were one of the main partners, right? One of the main sponsors. And their booth was amazing, some really cool people. So what was your view of doing it with not just Captivate, but being part of that wider team? Yeah, it's an interesting question, man, because it, it, there's a few different perspectives to that and a few different layers. I think first and foremost, it was it was the first time that we'd all felt 
part of global like they helped us so much like ali was fantastic like a real kind of mvp ali jones at global was wonderful there was james there and chris bourne like all this talent in the industry that is there because they're part of global but also that complements captivates independent podcasters perspective so there was a lot of Number one, there was a lot of, okay, look, we are part of Global now. And everyone was very excited to meet you guys and to really get to understand what you you know makes you guys tick and, and looking forward to more of that. There was, because we'd redone the shell, um, so the display shell, we put the Global logo on, we'd done sort of the booklet giveaways, we put the logo on there. There was a lot of brand, oh, wow, you're part of Global, which in the US, it means a lot because they own part of iHeart and that's huge. But also... In the UK, it's much, much more because Global has got such a nice brand and it's got such a unique place in the UK audio and media scene, you know, owning all the outdoor, owning all the stations, being able to access audiences and talent and to have now this range where we can represent, you know, the highest of the high from, um, you know, people like Emily Metzis and, and, and Johnny Vaughan down to, um, and, and Andrew Marr, you know, I don't want to say down, but it is down to people like you and me you know, the people that are in the bedroom creating Star Wars podcast, and it's all representable. So that was really good. Um, and I think it's it's it was also one of those things where you didn't quite realize how much brand goodwill there was. One for Captivate, because people really like Captivate, and in the UK in particular, you know, a lot of people really, really, really enjoy what we do. And then... The people who were then saying, oh, you got, because the, the, when we got first got acquired, and I had a few conversations about this with people, um, a lot of people were saying, things, oh, you know, I've been bought by a big company. It's, it's all going to change. I was like, no, it's not. Like, we weren't looking to get bought. So we were able to just, like, we can live our lives and just carry on doing our job because, you know, we, we weren't chasing people for a deal. And we, so we, we, we could actually, we could find a partner that really wanted us. To, to do our job. You know, I've said it before, you, you, you don't buy something and then stop it doing its thing if you bought it for the reason it does its thing. Um, so to see that in person and for people to see actually, do you know what? That's genuine. Like I had a couple of chats with people in the industry, you know, and I had a couple of people that I sort of had to be quite firm with and say, look, you're telling people completely unfoundedly that this will change things. Like, look, here I am, still running around like a nut job. I'm still wearing the Captivate t-shirt. We still look at the giveaways that we've got. Look at the content that we've got. Look at it. It's all the same. Um, so that was really interesting. And then I think the other side of it from a global perspective was um, from a, a team view, logistically, it was easier. Like bear in mind, we are so used to handling everything, you know, and granted, we filled the car up with stuff because everything was here in the Sheffield office. But when we when we we got rid of all the merchandise, we we didn't have to handle like where's the table and where's the cover for the table and where's this booth going when we've packed it down. It was just pa logistically part of Global's pack down. We just took it back up to their blue room and like, okay, that's that. We'll see it next time. Um, so personally, that was much much easier. Um, and and it, 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 it's 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 a far cry from Kieran and I carrying a thousand t-shirts on a plane. Um, you know, they've put it, but the first time I went to podcast movement, man, I took all of our t-shirts in a separate suitcase from me and was there like Del Boy giving them out. Like that is how far it's, it's <laughs> come from. Um, so there was, yeah, it was, it was a bit of a multifaceted 
experience being part of that global team, I think. And it was very, very interesting. But yeah, it was it was good, man. It was great. Yeah. And we had, um, like you were mentioned, uh, you mentioned about chatting to people in the industry who were saying, unfoundedly, you know, things are going to change and all that. We did have that from a few uh, creators as well that came over to the booth. In fact, that was their first question for a couple of them. It was like, oh, I heard you were, you were, you were bought out by, uh, by Global. I assume that over the next couple of months, it will no longer be Captivate. It will be Global. And uh, yeah, it, it was uh, like, no, 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 no. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it was, um, we had to do a bit of reassurance, not in a bad way. It wasn't like, I heard you've been bought out from Captivate, now we're off. It was just, uh, I assume things are going to change, like you were saying. And uh, so we had to reassure people like, no, we're still doing what we're doing. Still the same team, still the same, you know, stuff that you love, like the, the monthly webinars, the live streams, all that. It's all good. Yeah, you know, I think that's exacerbated a bit. Sorry to interrupt, dude. I think that's exacerbated a bit by COVID and the impersonal nature of a lot of communications. You know, you've, mm. Captivate could be called anything. It doesn't matter what it's called. It's the fact it does the job and the fact that we are behind it and the fact that we are still present and that uh, the mission stays the same. And I think if, if you think about the remote nature of the last couple of years, a lot of people forget that we... Captivate has grown faster than any other podcast host, other than Anchor, because it's free. Um, you know, in, in the time that we've been around, we've generated more revenue. You know, we've done better than any other host has done in that same time frame, you know, without a free plan. And that says something. And that came from the fact that it was Kieran and I right on the front lines all the time, talking to people. So we'd never, because of COVID, we've not been able to do that. So when people do see us face to face, like, oh look at yeah, they are the they're just they're the same. Like nothing's they're just the same people, you know. Um, a lot of a lot of people think that. Um, a lot of people are disarmed and, and a little bit, I guess. Or some people don't believe that you can be that genuine, which sounds weird. Again, I had another a conversation. Someone said to me. Um, oh, you, you just, you know, you're a marketer, you're a sort of a guru in the space. I was like, no, no. And they said, well, it, you are like, you can't, all this stuff that you say, you can't just, it can't all be genuine because that's just not how people do business. And I said, well, that's just my naivety. It has been forever. That's why I've not been able to get employed for a long time when I was a kid, <laughs> because I am that genuine. I'm the same with anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. You know, I, um, I don't know if you were there, but. Yeah, like Johnny Vaughan, I've listened to him for 20, 25 years on the radio, went up literally fist pump straight into a bit of banter, take the mick out of his hair, he took the mick out of mine. Same banter that I would have with you, same banter that I'd have with, with, with anyone. And it's, so everyone has always been the same to me, which is, which is when you put that into a brand and into a, a buyout through global, people can't fathom it because it's not the norm. And it's just, that's just because I wasn't as a kid exposed to, different layers of people. It was never like, oh, there's the boss. Or it's just everyone's the same. Um, so when that, like I said, when that comes down to the ground level day to day at a conference, people don't necessarily get that I will give you the independent podcaster with five downloads an episode, the exact same amount of time, attention, care, thoughtfulness as I'll give to the quote unquote celebrities that are flying about. And that's always been our difference is that we don't sneak off to these quote unquote private influencer dinners, which a lot of these online kind of entrepreneur business tools do. It's crap. And 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 so when when people see that and now that's part of global, they assume it's got to change, but it can't change because that 
Captivate's brand is built around Kieran and me to start with, and that's been imbued through the brand into the way that you guys are now that we've got a much better and bigger team. So we can't be anything else. And that, it really, it disarms people, man. They don't know how to do it. So I think when you, again, like I said, when you put that against the, you know, here's, here's now Captivate and the team as part of Global. Because they've not seen us for two years in person, they would assume it would be different, but it wasn't. When they came to the booth, they saw you, you know, you saw Pierre, they saw Sarah, they saw Ben, they saw us, and it was the same. And it, it does, man, it surprises people. Yeah, no, no, I think that's uh, that makes perfect sense. And probably people are just burnt out from seeing um, uh, the the huge players in the in the tech space, I guess, not just podcasting, but when you see, you read it in the news all the time, you know, like Google have purchased this company and then six months later they've sunsetted it and, you know, collapsed it down, done whatever. So I think people get burnt out from seeing that sort of thing. Oh, it's another mm-hmm. acquisition, another big company, bought a smaller company. Before you know it, you know, you just, the cogs just start turning before they've even had the chance to sort of come say hello, have a chat, you know, reach out sort of thing. So, and there's always and two right, tiers yeah. as well yeah. uh, to, to that. Again, sorry to interrupt you, but there's That's always right. two tiers to that. An interesting thing to consider at these conferences is that there were so many times during the conference where people would say, oh, are you going to the such and such dinner? Are you going to the, you know, insert brand here dinner, you know, whatever the brand that's putting on a dinner for the quote unquote influential people. And then you saw all these other hosting companies. I know a few that sort of came over and, and, and scoped it on like running off to these meetings with, you know, super important people. No, I'm not doing any of that. No, nope. there's not one of those things that I am doing. Like I am going to talk to my team. I'm going to spend time with the podcasters that need help, that I'm going to go to the meetups with real podcasters. Like I'm, I don't, th- it's silly. You know, it's, I don't, I don't like that separation between, oh, you know, you, you people that are recording in your bedroom can't come to these special dinners. And I, I think that is where you lose people as an industry. And I think that, you know, we tried at the podcast show to keep that very real. You know, we'd say to people, oh, we're going to Pods Up North meetup. Wasn't our meetup because other people do a better job of it. So we'll go to them and we'll support them and we'll tell other people rather than, you know, I could have gone to, four fancy dinners put on by mega brands. What's the point in that? That's boring. What are we going to do? Strike a deal. What about? It's that's, <laughs> you can't, it's, it's, that's not how you do business to me. You know, it's about the real people. So that's a digression, but I think it's important. No, no, you, you're totally bang on with that. I think it's um, some kind of perceived hierarchy within the, the industry that it just doesn't exist. <laughs> so mm. you have these, yeah. And we, we to be fair to some of the, the, the people that were there, people like Spotify and uh, Amazon Music and some other people, they did, like, yeah, I think you mentioned this right at the beginning, they spent a lot of money to be there and some of their booths were, were huge and stuff like that. But, you know, in terms of networking and actually talking to real people, you know, it's it's, it's great from a, uh, I, I always view that stuff as it's great from um, like a circus point of view. Like you go there, you see the spectacle, you see all the, all the cool tech and the lights and everything, it's all good. But, you know, when you get home to your bedroom and you get your microphone and your your interface and it's you start recording, that doesn't, just yeah. because you've had a chat with someone from Spotify, that doesn't help you be a better podcaster. You know, it's speaking to people like us that give you actionable, real-world stuff to actually go and use. That's the, that's the and that's probably, I was going to ask you actually, just to close out, what would be your, your, your tips for people who are thinking to go into this next year or another 
podcast convention. Um, that for me is the, the that one is not don't go to the big high flyers because they'll just give you a, a mug and something and say yeah yeah go and subscribe because you know eventually that's more money. Go and talk to again not blowing our own trumpet. Go and talk to us other people like that who give you actual real world and spend time with you like Mark was saying. So what would be your tips for that for people who want to attend? I think that would be the the, the, the the actual tip, man. I think you've got to find the people that are going to help, you know. And again, if we just roll back the clock, I got into podcasting so earnestly because I thought I'd found the people that were like me. And it wasn't because I was, you know, the, the brands weren't around. There were no brands in the space when we got in it. And it, it, it that was why it was so earnest because everyone was there to help each other and to create. So now it's become this this industry. It's to get the most from it. You're right. It's not. I mean, sure, go and get your Spotify stuff. Go and get your Patreon mug and all that good stuff. But understand that it's all about meeting the right people that can help you. And and you've got to pick the places. You know, it's rare that you're going to get anything from a mega Spotify thing or a mega brand party other than free ale and free beer. And that be, you'll meet some people, but you know that's cool. That's cool. The real, the real stuff, the real talk, the real work from an independent podcaster's perspective happens at the fringe meetups where there's 50 people and they're all there because they love that thing that they do. Nick Hilton put one on that we went to and it was all creators and all people just doing great work. And there was so much, you could see there was so much good stuff going on because people were just helping each other. And I think, especially if you're new to the scene in the UK, get to those things because you will feel like they are your people much more than an anonymous brand that's just you know they're putting a party on because they've got some budget to do it it's that's great for the dopamine about hopping to this party that's great but you'll get the real meat of it from these small fringe meetups with actual people that want to do good stuff so yeah I, I would I would second that man yeah that's a good shout so we will be at I'm 99% sure we will be at the podcast show 2023 so if you're thinking about going to that next year, then look out for us. We'll probably have a, a very similar presence. You'll recognize the brand immediately when we will be there with Global, etc. So So come and do that. And if you are thinking of going to other podcast-oriented um, uh, conferences or conventions, whatever word, it begins with a C, insert that there, uh, then absolutely take that advice on board. Don't just wander around and, you know, be be like fanboy at the at the big brands, you know, go and look. Because the first night we were there, we went to this place that was like half an hour away from the venue. Had nothing to do really with uh, with what was going on during the day. But as Mark said, it was just all, it's all creators and, and very cool people. So go to that stuff. Go and talk to those people. It's all good. So thank you very much, man, for uh, for popping on to Captivate Insider. It's been great to get your, your review of the events. And uh, I think you'll agree it was a success. And uh, as I said, we'll be there next year. So... Uh, thank you very much, man, as always. Pleasure, dude. Yeah, appreciate it. And uh, well done to the team for last week. It was it was really good. Everyone did so well. And yeah, we'll be back at the podcast show in London next year. Indeedy. Until next time, take it easy, man. Bye. Thank you very much, Mark. It's great to chat to you as always. And I, I'm completely on the, on the same page with you with all of the, uh, the thoughts and... Um, uh, and, and the tips for, for attending future events, specifically podcast 
focused events like the podcast show uh, we're definitely going to exhibit next year for 2023 we're probably going to have more of a dual presence with global i would have thought our wider global family so that'll be really good so i'm looking forward to that so yeah thank you very much mark it was uh, it was cool to uh, to chat to you I, I know you're on you're on vacation at the minute so thank you very much for taking the time to do that it's very cool and uh yeah so next week i'll be back for episode 22 and uh, i'll be grabbing one of the captivate team and we'll talk about some stuff that we're working on because we're working on some very cool uh features at the moment some brand new stuff plus some updates to some current features so i'll try and grab one of the devs or somebody else and uh and we'll go through that stuff in the meantime make sure that you are following and subscribing this podcast in your preferred podcast app of choice uh, or head over to the website that uh, we have which uh, captivate spins up for all of our podcast users so head over to insider.captivate.fm all of the episodes are on there as well and talking of captivate if you're not using it yet to power your podcast you can do that with a free trial just head over to captivate.fm pop your details in there get a podcast up and running and uh, we have all of the features there available to you we don't lock anything away behind any sort of weird paywall in the trial so for seven days you can kick the tires try everything now i'm sure you'll be impressed with all of the features and if you've got a podcast somewhere else it's all good really quick and simple to bring your current podcast over to captivate and you've still got access to all the features within the trial and away you go also as a captivate user you also get our weekly newsletter which is very very cool our sister publication also called captivate insider run by our very cool guy in our uh, user support team ben and the one that went out just recently was all around social media uh, and how to increase your listeners in the long run on there and not just going for the quick short wins etc so uh, go and check that out as well it's been great as always thank you very much again to mark uh, for that chat is very cool i will see you for next week for episode 22 until then take care of yourself and happy podcasting <laughs>